Genesis 18:16-19:38. When the men got up to leave, they looked out over Sodom, and Abraham walked along with them to see them off. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am about to do? Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and through him all the nations of the earth will be blessed. For I have chosen him, so that he will command his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, in order that the Lord may bring upon Abraham what he has promised. Then the Lord said, The outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great. Because their sin is so grievous. I will go down to see if their actions fully justify the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will find out. And the two men turned away and went toward Sodom, but Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Abraham stepped forward and said, Will you really sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are fifty righteous ones in the city? Will you really sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the fifty righteous ones who are there? Far be it from you to do such a thing to kill the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous and the wicked are treated alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do what is right? So the Lord replied, If I find fifty righteous ones within the city of Sodom, on their account I will spare the whole place. Then Abraham answered, Now that I have ventured to speak to the Lord though I am but dust and ashes. Suppose the fifty righteous ones lack five. Will you destroy the whole city for the lack of five? He replied, If I find forty-five there, I will not destroy it. Once again Abraham spoke to the Lord, Suppose forty are found there? He answered, On account of the forty, I will not do it. Then Abraham said, May the Lord not be angry, but let me speak further. Suppose thirty are found there? He replied, If I find thirty there, I will not do it. And Abraham said, Now that I have ventured to speak to the Lord, suppose twenty are found there? He answered, On account of the twenty, I will not destroy it. Finally, Abraham said, May the Lord not be angry, but let me speak once more. Suppose ten are found there? And he answered, On account of the ten, I will not destroy it. When the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he departed, and Abraham returned home. Now the two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When Lot saw them, he got up to meet them, bowed face down, and said, My lords, please turn aside into the house of your servant, wash your feet and spend the night. Then you can rise early and go on your way. No, they answered, we will spend the night in the square. But Lot insisted so strongly that they followed him into his house. He prepared a feast for them and baked unleavened bread, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all the men of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called out to Lot, saying, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Send them out to us so we can have relations with them. Lot went outside to meet them, shutting the door behind him. Please, my brothers, he pleaded, don't do such a wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them to you, and you can do to them as you please. But do not do anything to these men, for they have come under the protection of my roof. Get out of the way. They replied. And they declared, This one came here as a foreigner, and he is already acting like a judge. Now we will treat you worse than them. And they pressed in on Lot and moved in to break down the door. But the men inside reached out, pulled Lot into the house with them, and shut the door. And they struck the men at the entrance, young and old, with blindness, so that they wearied themselves trying to find the door. Then the two men said to Lot, Do you have anyone else here a son-in-law, your sons or daughters, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Get them out of here. Because we are about to destroy this place. For the outcry to the Lord against its people is so great that He has sent us to destroy it. So Lot went out and spoke to the sons-in-law who were pledged in marriage to his daughters. Get up, he said. Get out of this place, for the Lord is about to destroy the city. But his sons-in-law thought he was joking.
at daybreak the angels hurried Lot along, saying, Get up! Take your wife and your two daughters who are here, or you will be swept away in the punishment of the city. But when Lot hesitated, the men grabbed his hand and the hands of his wife and his two daughters. And they led them safely out of the city, because of the Lord's compassion for them. As soon as the men had brought them out, one of them said, Run for your lives. Do not look back, and do not stop anywhere on the plain. Flee to the mountains, or you will be swept away. But Lot replied, No, my lords, please. Your servant has indeed found favor in your sight, and you have shown me great kindness by sparing my life. But I cannot run to the mountains, the disaster will overtake me, and I will die. Look, there is a town nearby where I can flee, and it is a small place. Please let me flee there is it not a small place. Then my life will be saved. Very well, he answered, I will grant this request as well, and will not demolish the town you indicate. Hurry. Run there quickly, for I cannot do anything until you reach it. That is why the town was called Zoar. And by the time the sun had risen over the land, Lot had reached Zoar. Then the Lord rained down sulfur and fire on Sodom and Gomorrah from the Lord out of the heavens. Thus he destroyed these cities and the entire plain, including all the inhabitants of the cities and everything that grew on the ground. But Lot's wife looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and returned to the place where he had stood before the Lord. He looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah and all the land of the plain, and he saw the smoke rising from the land like smoke from a furnace. So when God destroyed the cities of the plain, he remembered Abraham, and he brought Lot out of the catastrophe that destroyed the cities where he had lived. Lot and his two daughters left Zoar and settled in the mountains for he was afraid to stay in Zoar where they lived in a cave. One day the older daughter said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man in the land to sleep with us, as is the custom over all the earth. Come, let us get our father drunk with wine so we can sleep with him and preserve his line. So that night they got their father drunk with wine, and the firstborn went in and slept with her father, he was not aware when she lay down or when she got up. The next day the older daughter said to the younger, Look, I slept with my father last night. Let us get him drunk with wine again tonight so you can go in and sleep with him and we can preserve our father's line. So again that night they got their father drunk with wine, and the younger daughter went in and slept with him, he was not aware when she lay down or when she got up. Thus both of Lot's daughters became pregnant by their father. The older daughter gave birth to a son and named him Moab. He is the father of the Moabites of today. The younger daughter also gave birth to a son, and she named him Ben-Ami. He is the father of the Ammonites of today. Matthew 6 25-7-14 Because of this I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you should eat or what you should drink, nor your body, what you should put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow nor do they reap, nor do they gather into barns, and your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And who of you by worrying is able to add one cubit to his stature? And why do you worry about clothing? Consider carefully how the lilies of the field grow, they do not labor nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory was adorned like one of these. But if God thus clothes the grass of the field, existing today and tomorrow being thrown into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Sufficient to the day is its own trouble. Do not judge, lest you should be judged. For with that verdict you pronounce, you will be judged, and with that measure you measure, 
it will be measured to you. And why do you look at the splinter in your brother's eye, but not notice the beam in your own eye? Or how shall you say to your brother, permit that I might cast out the splinter from your eye, and behold, the beam is in your eye? Hypocrite. First cast out the beam from your eye, and then you will see clearly to cast out the splinter from the eye of your brother. Do not give that which is holy to the dogs, nor cast your pearls before the pigs, lest they shall trample upon them with their feet, and having turned, tear you to pieces. Ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and it will be opened unto you. For everyone asking receives, and the one seeking finds, and to the one knocking, it will be opened. Or which man is among you who, if his son will ask for bread, will give him a stone? Or also, if he will ask for a fish, will give him a serpent? Therefore, if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in the heavens give good things to those asking Him? All things therefore, as many as you might desire that men should do to you, so also you do to them, for this is the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad the way leading to destruction, and many are those entering through it. For small is the gate and narrow the way leading to life, and few are those finding it. Psalm 8 1-9 For the choirmaster. According to Jatif. A Psalm of David. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth! You have set your glory above the heavens. From the mouths of children and infants you have ordained praise on account of your adversaries, to silence the enemy and avenger. When I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have set in place. What is man that you are mindful of him, or the son of man that you care for him? You made him a little lower than the angels, you crowned him with glory and honor. You made him ruler of the works of your hands, you have placed everything under his feet. All sheep and oxen, and even the beasts of the field. The birds of the air and the fish of the sea, all that swim the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Proverbs 2 6-15. For the Lord gives wisdom, from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright, he is a shield to those who walk with integrity. To guard the paths of justice and protect the way of his saints. Then you will discern righteousness and justice and equity every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will delight your soul. Discretion will watch over you, and understanding will guard you. To deliver you from the way of evil, from the man who speaks perversity. From those who leave the straight paths to walk in the ways of darkness. From those who enjoy doing evil and rejoice in the twistedness of evil. Whose paths are crooked and whose ways are devious.